Subspace Transmission 6031452 Encrypted Naval Intelligence Log Code 69420 From Stanley Mason Location Cadaceous 9672 Richard Sabix Location Earth Zero, zero, one, galactic, standard. Corrupted. Look, boss, something isn't right with this big site. We've been here for a few years now, and it seems as though the deeper we get, the more problems that I'm having to deal with. I've run quite a few of these operations in my 30 years at the company, and I've never seen anything like this. I mean, what mining operation has at least 10 people or more out at any given time due to psych evaluations? And some of these guys are less gibbering idiots. Some, some, some of my best men, guys I've worked with and trusted for years, have been taken out of commission and are missing... And the only thing anyone from the company will tell me is that they are being studied, and that as soon as something is known about their condition, I'll be notified. What kind of school shit is that? I need answers here. These guys trust me. But if I can't keep them safe, they're going to turn on me real quick. And then you'll have another situation like the Rigel 7 revolt on your hands. And is that what you want? What are we really mining here? The scientists have said it's a new energy source, and the crystals we've been bringing up do seem pretty volatile, but even the most powerful gigasack steel doesn't drive men insane. I need answers now. Thank you for choosing Kerwin Galactic. Two possibilities exist. Either we are alone in the universe, or we are not. Both are equally terrifying. Either way, we have no choice but to stare into the abyss. And whether we like it or not, The abyss stares back. We see Moros 5. These crystals send cracks out throughout the surface of the planet, breaking up structures that have been built upon it. We see these crystals suck back inward with such a force that the moon seems to implode for half a second and then immediately explode outward. We get a bit closer than that and we see a ship, small in comparison to the moon that just violently exploded. The ship is the Drinwin. Currently on the ship are Bastion, Barbara, Hugo, and Magpie, recent refugees from the moon that we just watched explode. Joining them there are Thanderlin, Cassandra, and the various virtual intelligence that inhabit the ship. 
Watching this moon explode, we see several chunks of debris collide with the Drimlin, one of them ripping a giant gash in its rear engines. A very important looking piece of electronics is pulled off with one of the shards of the moon. As we focus in a bit deeper, we hear klaxons, we hear alarms, we hear the sounds of pandemonium. The first thing we focus on is Thandalin, or Thandy as his friends know him. His face is almost serene as the Drinwin tumbles wildly through space, buffeted by several shockwaves coming out of this moon. He slowly but surely in his mag boots keeps walking towards the cell that holds Hugo and Magpie. Hugo and Magpie, as the ship comes to rest and you come back to consciousness, you see this man standing outside of your cell with that same calm expression that you kept seeing as you were trying to flee the moon on the people that had seemingly lost their minds. He very slowly reaches over and starts to press buttons on the door lock next to the door, and he's about to open this door. You don't have a lot of room to get ready and sorry. <laughs> Along with your bucket of face. I was going to say, with arm. the bucket of. Oh, yes. Of face and arm. Body parts. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm. If he comes through the door, I'm going to clock him with a bucket. Okay. It's not going to do much, but it might give us a distraction to run away. Um, I get ready to discharge my chameleon cloak and zip out the door as he opens it. Thandy gets the door open. Hugo, you take, I forget what the move is called. I want to say act under pressure, but I know that's not what it's called. Act quick. Yeah, act quick. I want both of you to act quick. Ooh, no, that's a four. Uh, go ahead and mark experience for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's it? Plus slick. Okay. Uh, I got a 12. Okay. So, Magpie is super invisible right now. Yeah, nice knowing you guys. I'll uh, see you next game. <laughs> Hugo, you try to hit Thandy with this bucket. He immediately sees it coming and pulls it out of your hands and just throws it to the other side of the room. Magpie, he doesn't seem to see you at all. He grabs Hugo, pulls him out of this room, and tosses him across the cargo bay area. Hugo, you don't take any damage from this. You kind of roll to a stop, and we're going to cut back to Bastion. You are carrying Jefferson. As you come through the door, the auto dock immediately starts scanning. Got another one for you, Bree. Oh, sir, just go ahead and lay him on the bed. I'm going to go ahead and take real good care of him. It looks like he has a couple of uh, head contusions and... Uh, a bit of a heart palpitation. I'm going to have to put him in uh, artificial coma. You understand, sir? I'm He's going to be a, out of commission for I'm at least 24 to 36 hours. I'm an explosives and munitions officer, Bree. I have no idea what you're talking about. Sir, so you're the... So I'm going to leave him in your trusted ha uh, hands. Sir, hands. as far as my scanning goes and the information I've got from the other VIs on board, you are the captain now. All right, I'm the captain munitions officer i have no idea what medical terms are okay sir do you just want to update do you just want updates on his yes. condition please keep me up, up updated on whether or not he's alive or not is probably the most important thing Bree. as you say that you see a hologram of a woman in the middle of the room she has short cropped hair and a naval uniform on she's got the stub of a cigar little tiny uh, uh, almost a miniature cigar like sticking a, out like of one side of a or just like a partially burnt like is she smoking like a swisher sweet ah okay mini 
A Swisher Sweet Mini. Yes, a Swisher Sweet. Has it burnt at all? Like, do these? Oh, it's actually bur- like it, 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 about two inches, maybe at most. Okay, so we've gone into too much detail on this fucking. Well, cigar. I'm just wondering: is there for this hologram? Is there like an actual cigar smoking animation? Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. No, there's a little wisp of smoke that of, comes off of it. Virtual and, smoke. And every time she says something, the tip of the cigar gets a little bit brighter, and there's a little puff. But she says, "Well, sir, I'll go ahead and take care of this." And uh, is that sanitary, Bree? To be smoking around the patients. <laughs> it's hard light, sir. Okay. It's not. I have no idea you, what hard light. You do light. know this is not real smoke, right? Like, I've never been on this ship before. I've never been on this. This isn't my ship. This isn't I've my been on ship. for years. <laughs> okay. As you turn around to walk away, you see Captain Thralson in some sort of body bag. You would know his ashes will be distributed as you're flying around. Well, he's Standard a practice. He's a captain. Right. Or would he get a proper send-off? The society that has come about from interstellar travel has just kind of seen death as something that... Happens on the reg. Yeah, space is a very large, dark, scary place. So I get, like, do I get his dog tags or something? To, oh, like, yeah, no, there, there, to... there's a whole... Uh, his quarters would be consolidated. All of his personal effects would be automatically sent via pod back home. His real family would be the only ones that would celebrate it or anything like that. As a military member, you would give him a moment yeah. of silence, mm-hmm. but move on with your duty. Yeah. You said duty. God damn it. <laughs> Hugo, you find yourself on the ground. Yep. Thandy's back is turned to you. What do you do? Run. <laughs> I, I'm no hero. I'm I'm just his vaulting in the other direction. As you go down the main corridor, you can go straight or right. Straight, you know, leads back up to the bridge. Right leads you down into the engine room. Oh, bridge. There are people likely to be at the bridge, and I can put them between myself and a space zombie. Okay. As you make your way to the bridge. Screaming all the way. Door- A door slides open is on your left and Bastion steps out. Magpie, you have Thandy right in your face. He is searching all through this little room. Are you going to try and get around him or just hold your ground till he walks away or? Um, Okay, so as part of my chameleon cloak, when I activate my chameleon skin and remain completely still, discharge this move, and roll keep your cool at advantage to avoid detection. Ooh, okay. So yeah. So I'm just going to stand completely still and hope that I'm invisible enough that he doesn't notice. Okay. <laughs> roll uh, keep your cool. Plus still what? Oh, dear. Uh, that's still a nine. So you're going to have to choose from one of the following. Uh, <laughs> you have disadvantage going forward. You suffer one stress or you give some up something, leave something behind or take something with you. I feel like I feel like I probably suffer one stress. I think okay. Magpie's <laughs> very in over no, her head sense. at this point. <laughs> just freaking out. Like, yeah. <gasps> but silently. <laughs> just like internal screaming. Straining very hard. <laughs> Straining. <laughs> Invisibility intensifies. (laughs) So Thandy immediately turns around and starts to follow Hugo out of the room, walking at just a normal pace. Barbara, you see the main door of the bridge open up 
as Hugo comes screaming through it and Bastion, I'm assuming, follows him through. I don't think Hugo would just stop to like be like, hey, what's up? Yep, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I would kind of look both directions. He's obviously running from something. So I'm concerned about that too. You don't see anything right away though. But I don't see but I also know that an inmate is going towards my bridge. Like immediate threat <laughs> that I see probably follow the inmate to my bridge. So Bobber, you see the two of them enter the the bridge. Cassie comes up alongside you and she says, "What happened on the moon? I'm I'm getting some really weird readings. We've got a pretty big diff- field that it looks like I'm going to have to navigate out of. Do you know what happened? All right. So here's the thing. Things have been going down on the moon for a while. Kerwin came in for the mining operation. And ever since then, we've been having uh, earthquakes and just some kind of weird stuff going on. So I don't really know. Moonquakes. Moonquakes. We've been having some moonquakes and uh, yeah, things have been going down. So I don't exactly know what is going on because they wouldn't let me know, but I know it's been going on for a while. Corporations tend to have a pretty strict policy of not telling people what they don't need to know. They didn't think I needed to know much. Nobody from the mine got came with you guys? No, I have two inmates and uh, Lieutenant Bastion. Captain I mean, Bastion. Oh, Captain, now, excuse me. Hugo, you make it up into the middle of the bridge. You're feet away from them. What are you going to do? I'm just going to run in, you know, screaming all the way. Um, And, you know, go and hide. Like, I don't care that there's other people in there that can see me doing this. I'm going to hide behind one of the desks. (laughs) Uh, uh, Cassie Cassie notices this and kind of looks, but I yell at him. I say, Inmate, what are you doing out of your cell? Uh, 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 Blank face people on the ship. uh, Blank face people. You saw them before. On the ship? They tried to kill you, remember? Yes. Bastion, this is about when you get into the room. Inmate, what are you doing behind that desk? <laughs> Let me reiterate. Did anyone in, did anyone see a smaller man come in here screaming bloody murder? No, you didn't explain how you got out of your cell. He opened the cell to kill us. The blank-faced man. One of the uh, freaky murder people. What happened to Tandy? Uh, she disappeared. I'm assuming some type of chameleon cloak or... No, not magpie. Magpie? technology. Thandy, what happened? What happened to Thandy? Oh, Thandy. Um, is... Was he... Oh, he's probably the one that tried to kill me. Okay. I turn and go back the other direction. Bastion, where are you going? I didn't know who the blank face man was. No, I know. You did a good job. Magpie's a murderer. The door opens up, and you can see at the opposite end of the hall, Thandy slowly, very deliberately, is walking into the hallway. He's got just the most serene, neutral, milk toast. Milk toast? Look on his face, yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's a thing. (laughs) Bland. It means bland. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 
Officer Tandy, why did you release the inmates from the cell? He says nothing and just keeps advancing on you. He now has his sidearm pulled from his holster, and it seems to be cocked and ready to go. Officer Tandy, drop the pistol now. He's about... 15 feet away and still not dropping the pistol. Okay, so I raised the assault rifle and give him a last warning. Officer Tandy, drop your arms now. He raises his gun. Magpie, you, you're you still in that little closet. Are you going to come out of there after Thandy leaves the room and you, you hear this altercation happening, or are you just going to stay there and chill? Nope, I'm chilling. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good plan. I hide. I stand very still. <laughs> I find, like, you said we're in the cargo hold, right? Basically, yeah. I see if I can find an empty shipping container or, like, just a very small gap. And I go and sit in the smallest place I can find, hug my knees, and just go, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. You find a container, and as you open it up, you see just guns. Just... <laughs> Every kind of gun you could possibly want. But there's enough room down the center of it for a person to kind of crouch and walk through. And so you get back in there, close the doors, and, and hide. I might grab a pistol. Okay. Barbara, you hear... Well, Barbara and Hugo, you both hear Bastion giving his last warning to Officer Thandy. Are you guys going to, like, take defensive position? Oh, well, I guess, Hugo, you're in a defensive position. You're hiding behind a chair. <laughs> Yep, I'm in a defensive position. I'm behind heavy things that can probably stop bullets, so I'm good. Barbara, you're just kind of in the middle of the room. Barbara would step out and yell at him not to fire. So you're yelling down the hallway at Yeah. I'd say, don't shoot! We're on a spaceship, (laughs) you idiots! (laughs) Bastion. I open fire. As Sandy raises his gun up. All right. I yell, no! (laughs) No! And I'm like, yes. Good fully. Well done. Firefight time. Roll me firefight. There was a firefight. Roll plus volatile. 11. Oh, shit. 10 plus. Exchange harm and choose three. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm going to discharge. Ooh, okay. So that would be four harm. Okay. And I think there's only six. <laughs> it's half of them. That's and, a good roll. Yeah. And I, I guess, hold, hold my position. And halt or halt in advance. So I okay. halt his advance. Knock him back a bit, yeah. Yeah. And impress it. My, uh, frighten my enemy? Or okay. Can't, he can't really be frightened. Yeah, he right can't now. really be frightened, yeah. Or impressed, so. So I discharge <laughs> you impress him. He's like, wow, damn, you got me good. <laughs> oh, I guess uh, since I just discharged my weapon, it yeah. needs to be reloaded, so disengage and step behind the wall and reload my gun. As you fire, you catch him in the chest, uh, the shoulder, and the face. As you catch him in the chest, he is able to get a shot off and does two harm to you. But as you shoot him in the head, he immediately goes down. Okay. So I take two harm. Yes. From his body, there rises a burst of black energy. It looks like a crackle of electricity, but it's black. Darkness. Negative. Light. You mean he's shooting black light? Does it make the area Yeah, there's like neon stuff painted on the wall that you didn't see before. When it goes off, you could see it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole list of cars Uh, we're going to see. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, it almost it almost draws in all the light around it. So like That's everything what I mean. around it's him. like sucking in the light exactly. around it. Exactly. It kind of gets dim around his body as he dies and it crackles into the walls and dissipates. Oof. That's fun. The ship comes out of alert status. Everybody hears Cassie from the bridge. Yo, Captain, we got to get the fuck out of here. This debris field is too thick. I'm going to need somebody else to help me. Anybody good with computers? Maybe do some sort of engineering? Yes. Yeah, okay, you, little guy. Call me Hugo, please, little guy. Not my name. Hugo, okay, Hugo. (laughs) I'm going to need you to go back to the engine room. I know you can't repair are faster than light drive, but I need you to get our maneuvering jets and the main engine online, okay? I'll do what I can. I'll probably need someone uh, with a bit more muscle than me to help if I need to uh, lift and carry anything so Uh, someone could come with me and maybe protect me. Well, somebody to guard you, yes. You shouldn't be left alone. You are still an inmate of my prison. Yes, because I was the dangerous, violent one who has never done anything Violent. (laughs) (laughs) I may have done crimes, but they weren't hurtful ones. Exactly. Still, should not be left alone. He's got the muscles. Oh, yes, because I'm going to jump into space to get away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know what you're going to do. I'm a bit more of a planner than that. I am the smartest person on this ship. I'm not going to space myself. And actually say, I kind of like this guy. Big words, small man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's going to be fun to edit. So I start following Hugo back towards the engine bay. Good. Lieutenant, you follow him. Lieutenant. Okay. Lieutenant. All right, uh, Magpie, you find yourself all alone. Nobody is coming back into the cargo space. I've forgotten about you. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you find yourself uh, sitting in this weapons crate with a pistol in your hand. You heard a couple of shots and then nothing. What are you going to do? Um, I'm going to stay put for now. Okay. Is there anything like a communications device? No, it's just all weapons. Oh, okay. There's even knives. They're pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Big knives, small knives. Small knives. Big, like, shiny, fuck-off ones. <laughs> Any nanoblades? Mmm. There's a weird, small, plastic rectangle that, if your curiosity peaks enough, you touch, and a bright blue blade builds itself out of the handle and <laughs> appears to be a nanoblade. I will take that. All right. <laughs> and hide it in my nano boots. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'll probably just spend this time going through the stuff, seeing what I can take, if there is any communication devices. All right. Um, which, obviously, there's not, but... You hear a calm but assertive voice say, Excuse me, madam. Are you looking for something in particular? Uh, uh, no, um, no, no. I'm good. Just, uh... You do not seem to have a ID tag. Who are you? Uh... (laughs) Are you a refugee? Yes. Or are you a prisoner? I mean, technically both. Technically both. I was let out. Query. Yes. Technically both does not fit. How can you be one and the other at the same time? This question is binary. Are you a refugee? Or a prisoner. You were locked up before, but now you are free. Well, I didn't escape, if that's what you're asking. 
So... I pose my original question again. Is there something you're looking for in particular? I am Nittle. I am the ship's main virtual intelligence. I can help you with anything within the ship. Is there... Is, is there any communication device that you could point me towards? You know, some like something that the crew won't miss? The bridge area has a main communications array. Not there! No, okay. There is a <laughs> ship-wide intercom system ten paces to your left. Uh, okay, um, th- th- thank you. Uh, that will be all. This communication system only broadcasts within the ship. <laughs> can you can you tell me um the 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 gunshots before uh is it safe? We are currently brought out of alert status. All threats have been neutralized. <laughs> <laughs> Officer Thanderlin, my good friend, has been killed by our new captain, Captain Bastion. Was was he were, were they the one that escorted us from the brick? Yes. Captain Thanderlin was showing abnormal behavior signs. Oh boy. Shortly before he released you. You know, I'm 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 just gonna stay here. This is nice. I like this box. It's safe. Um Query. Would you prefer that I lock down the compartment? Mm, that won't be necessary, thank you. The doors are already closed, but you hear thumps as all the doors locks slam shut. Nettle says, Second query. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Officer Thandalin thought of me before he died? Oh, uh, if I said yes, would that make you happy? I do not know. Nettle goes silent. <laughs> As Bastion and Hugo enter the engineering room, Hugo, you see you've got quite the task ahead of you. Yeah. So is it physical damage or is it like have things blown up or is it just, you know, some things aren't functioning? The engineering room itself is perfectly intact. What you see, though, is every single screen in this room is lit up with an alert. Okay. Well, I'll be checking out, you know, uh, oxygen reclamation and all that type of stuff first, just to make sure we can still breathe. Then I'll get to engines. As you get over to life support systems, you see you've got enough air to last you three months. Okay. The systems can keep themselves going that long, but if the main engines aren't running... Yeah, that's not going to be working. After three months, you're going to have a problem. Yeah. So you're able to quickly get through that. You get over to the main engine computer. The main engine computer shows that it's in full shutdown. After the FTL drive was taken out, it seems that a few of the electrostatic couplers are decoupled and need to be recoupled. The only way to do that is for somebody to go down to the engine room, the the real engine room. Like, this is just the engineering bay. Okay, well, um, looks like you have a job. Y'all may handle that, Hugo. 
Yes, please. Uh, I will. Uh, do we have any type of communications gear, earpieces, anything like that, so I can um, guide you through the process? The ship has a general intercom system. Oh, okay, that'll be fine. Yeah, you see, you can access it from the main computers there. Okay, if you could head down there, I can guide you through it. And uh, just mechanically, what that means is that you roll with advantage when you're doing it now, because I'm sharing my expertise with you. Awesome. And Perfect. I'm going to grab a, the closest bag of tools on the ground All right. that looks like it has general... That like, has tools in it. Tools that may be used for a- unscrewing things. Right. No, not a, just a bag. Just a bag. Oh, okay, just a bag. Just, just a, a bag, not a belt. Bag. <laughs> not a, I'm making a hand motion around my waist <laughs> section. <laughs> yeah. No, a tool bag and Podcast. like one of the... Uh, <laughs> Like a ground roller that you can lay on. Oh, okay. You yeah. I mean? A human dolly. Yeah. A human dolly. <laughs> Humans. I don't know what they're called. You can picture bl- it, though? You can picture it? A board it? with four caster wheels on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I grabbed those two. Yes. <laughs> Tool bag and, and roller. Let's go. And head down to the and engine. I head down to the engine. As soon as he leaves the room, I'm looking around for anything that can be used as a shiv so I can put it in my boot. <laughs> so a screwdriver, um, anything like that. Just some nice small sharp things, which I can, you know, secrete around my body. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you to stay with him. Should always Hugo. listen to Barbara. Hugo, you see on the wall next to the door, there's a small security cabinet that has a pistol, a taser, and uh, two flash grenades. Stun grenades. There we go. You're okay. (laughs) There's no locks on it. This is a military vessel. They've got these kind of stations everywhere. So you've got your pick. Uh, I still want stabby things, but I'll take the um, stun grenades. Okay. Nice choice. Barbara, Cassie is going from place to place, just checking systems. She doesn't seem to be paying you much mind. She's just trying to get everything up on the bridge in order. From the captain's chair, though, you have two viz screens. One of them shows you a composite of all of the rooms on the ship. Yes. You see Bastion heading to the engine room in the cargo bay and I'm like, fuck, I told you to stay with him. <laughs> you see Do I the... see Hugo taking weapons as well? No. <laughs> Your attention is drawn to Magpie in the cargo room, kind of locking things down. I'm and... like, oh, I forgot about her. <laughs> <laughs> and as you look, you see Thanderlin laying dead in the hallway, and then you see Hugo in the engineering bay, and you see him tucking something away on his person. You don't see what it is. Is, and then he goes right back into typing on the mm, computer furiously. Yes, suspicious. Are you just going to sit there and watch what unfolds? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to just sit here, watch this camera in the captain's chair. <laughs> on the other viz screen to your right, there is this like blinking red light up in the corner. And when you look over for a second, your brain only half registers that it's a... 3D depiction of the ship and there is all sorts of rocks and debris all flying past it. Mm. I asked Cassandra who's who's flying the ship. I'm trying the best that I can. I'm still waiting on Hugo and Bastion to get the engines up and running. Okay, so are we just like floating? Yes. You're being carried along basically by the shockwave. 
We have emergency shields. They basically are just shielding the engines and the bridge, ma'am. But the middle part of our ship is pretty well open. And if that gets damaged, we could get separated from the engines. Well, fuck. There's nothing I can do about that. I want to know where's the closest planet or moon or somewhere. The nearest moon is 467 million miles away at the moment. And we don't have engines that are working we the only reason we have any sort of gravity is that's the only system i see that is working properly okay well fuck <laughs> yes what can i do are you to a help are you an engineer situation? oh no i'm not an engineer okay. i really feel like she should have marked a tempest when she was like well fuck <laughs> well fuck yeah <laughs> Yeah, mark some stress there. <laughs> mark stress. Or whatever it is. The storm, yeah, I yeah. am stressed because yeah. I want to get off this airship. Like if the actual player gets stressed, the character has to be stressed <laughs> too, bro. <laughs> yeah, roll me uh, assaulted by the abyss. What's that? When you suffer direct exposure to exotic energy or forces or a bizarre and terrifying experience, suddenly you realize that you have no control over the situation. Yeah, I don't you, like this. You don't know really anything about flying ships. When I came you to the moon, I went on one of those sleeping pods. Exactly. So I never had to experience being lost in space. <laughs> yeah. That's what you should call it. Okay. Oh, wait, that's been taken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you led me right into that. <laughs> but yes, uh, so that's roll plus alien. Eight. Ocho. On a seven to nine, the abyss leaves its mark. <laughs> Choose two. The abyss stares into you. I'll ask you one question. You freeze up. You have to keep your cool at disadvantage to shake it off. Or... You are scarred by your experience, figuratively or literally. You may write a hook about it. So choose two. Two? <laughs> Here, have the I paper. Looking? The abyss. Man, there's only three. That's harsh. Assaulted by the abyss? Yes. Oh, that sounds really mean. I like the abyss stares into you. And I think I'm scared. No, I think I... Uh, no, no, I think I freeze up. I think up. freeze up is good, yeah. I think I freeze up. Let me... So you gotta ask me a question. In your best abyss voice. I will ask you one question. You may either answer it truthfully or decline to answer and suffer one stress. Whatever that is, I'm an abstract <laughs> being. <laughs> Hold on, I forgot to read the question. <laughs> <laughs> I had a speech written and everything. <laughs> oh, 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 I've I've dropped my notes. Oh dear. Oh. Wait. Oh shit. Oh, is it? Wait. Let me fumble oh, no, the Oh no, notes. they're out of order. <laughs> oh, oh. I like this. Wait. Hold I like on. This. One second. I got it. <laughs> this is good. What terrifies your character to the core? <laughs> uh, being lost in space. Right now. This seems like a bad uh, situation for you then. Doesn't it? I think I did the worst I could here. I'm the abyss. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. And then Deep I'm breath. afraid or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're very afraid of the no, sound of shuffling space papers. Only... <laughs> 
Oh, I freeze up, and I have to keep them my cool at disadvantage. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> die. Stop dying. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, so you're frozen. Okay, so I freeze. Cassie notices none of this. <laughs> She's way too busy at the moment. Yeah. She hears you go down and takes a look, but just sees like you sitting in the captain's chair again. And she's kind of like, I'll, I'll deal with that in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, who is she talking to? <laughs> Magpie, you're, you've built yourself a pretty nice sanctuary out of the cargo bay. A few drinks, a couple of throw pillows. You hear that calming voice of Nettle come back over the intercom and say, we are experiencing some technical difficulties you may want to strap in within the next 10 9 8 ah! 7 as this countdown is going down you see a jump seat near the exit to this room and there is a elaborate harness system hanging from it i am going to run for that seat all right go ahead and act quick for me cuz you have about Eight oh. seconds. I'd say nine seconds to get over there. What's that plus? Plus slick. Oh, thank God. That's eight. So choose one for me. You're off balance or rushed. You have disadvantage going forward. You've left something behind or you're pushed to your limits with the effort. Suffer one stress. Well, I was tinkering with stuff, wasn't I? So leaving something behind seems like it would make sense. Mm. As you strap yourself in, you realize that some of the cargo that you left out is still out. This kind of mental calculation goes through your head where you realize that stuff's going to go flying all over the room. Shit! (laughs) Bastion, as you get into the engine room, you hear a voice come over the intercom. Welcome, Captain. How can I help you today? The engine is very damaged. I noticed that nettle. Can you point me to the most severely damaged one? Of course I can, but you should probably strap yourself down in ten, nine, eight. And as Nettle is counting down, you see a hole in part of the engine. It goes through and lines up with another hole that has been patched over by the shield. And immediately to your right, there's a jump seat. I'm going to need you to act quick as well. All right, half I can... Try and strap myself in. Okay. Plus slick. I mean, minus is slick. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, drops, me, drops me to six. Oh, no. <laughs> Go ahead and mark experience for me. You try to react, but you've got this tool bag in one hand. Yeah. As you sit down and start to clip yourself in, you kind of smack yourself into the chest with it as Nettle gets to three seconds. Hugo, yep. as you're on the main engine computer there, a alert takes over the whole screen and it shows you outside of the ship. There is a chunk of moon coming at you that has some of this crystalline structure that you saw jutting out before it exploded. And it is hurtling directly at the middle of the ship where the, the shields aren't covering. And you hear... Hello, prisoner. You have exactly 15 seconds to either steer us away from moon debris or strap into your jump jet and give me control. 15, 14, 13. Take control.
I think I did the worst I could here. I'm the abyss. Bye. <laughs> so you remember how you were saying earlier how this one was really serious? <laughs> I feel like you should have like the pitter patter of feet walking away, like the, the abyss walking away. <laughs> <laughs> Toodles. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you later next time you feel existential. <laughs> I will come back to stare at you again. Yeah, I will stare at you. It so. will be uncomfortable for us both. <laughs> oh my um, god. What just happened? <laughs> Spaceman. <laughs> Maybe we should call it the Abyss Stairs Back. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's not bad. Give me a fucking pencil. <laughs>